You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. It's the head, not the tail. It's GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore S-M-0-O-T-H. And you are now locked into another Fights Like a Girl podcast. I got my co-host with me as usual. Big Fridge, what's up? You can meet me on Instagram, Facebook, Lamont Fridge Needham. And you can see us on the Fight Like a Girl website. Get at us. And, of course, we got with us the great chef. Uh, hey, it's me. Mommy knows again, you know I know, so I don't know what we're talking about right this minute, but I know in a minute. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. And in the studio, we got ignorant ass Trisha again, you know what I'm saying? And we might have a couple other guests with you, you know what I'm saying? I know you like the motherfucking uh, the thug Lizzle, so come on in with it. Tonight's uh, podcast is about haters, and I get tired of hearing motherfuckers talking about people hating on me and all this old bullshit. Haters and hate. And karma, which people really got fucked up, you know what I'm saying? So, we're going to get into all that tonight. So, I'm going to frame the context of this conversation by starting with karma. Karma, according to Hinduism and Buddhism, deals with afterlife perspectives on how one how lives their life, okay? So, with that being said, we're going to move forward, okay? Because people say karma like it's going to get a motherfucker now. What you're talking about truly is universal law or what comes around goes around. The energy that you put out is what you usually get back, okay? So people got that shit twisted. Now, I get tired of people talking about, oh, a karma will get them. No, karma don't last so after life. They told us that same shit after slavery with Christianity. Get yours after you die. Fuck that. You got one life to live. Live that motherfucker right now until you die, goddammit, and live it to the fullest. Don't worry about all the other bullshit. Get your own living in the capitalist society. Fuck karma. Karma is afterlife. <laughs> what? Hold on, bro. Universal like, law is a different story. Come on in. My G. Like, all right. What? I, I don't even know how to rebubble, how to rebuttal this. Who? Well, who, let, who, let, who well, let, let Doug Nizzle in so, then. So, you got to talk into the mic, my nigga. Yeah. So, can you hear me? Yeah. You good, but it could be better. Come on, Nana, but it's better, baby. <laughs> okay. You know, got to be a hair salon and a studio. That's true. So, um, Black mama's got to do it all. <laughs> so, yeah. when you talking about, like, karma, if you saying who, Hinduism, you saying, like, come back like a chicken or a cow. Yes. Or if you was a jackass, you might, like, come back as a donkey, like a yes. real-life jackass. Well, shit, a chicken is the same thing. He eating his own shit. So, yeah, because if you come across a chicken, I'm going to fuck you up. I fucks with that rooster. So, yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. Chickens hate me. So, yeah, without a doubt. So, the concept is in Hinduism that if you live your life foul, you'll come back as a lower species or being, right? And so... At the end of your life, you have if you if you're blessed long enough to live your life in the hood, we really don't aren't blessed to live a full life. But if you live a full life, then you can correct your life and actually get karma on your side, as opposed to karma getting against you. But in Afrocentric concepts, right, 
West Africa, things of that nature, which, which we from, our holy land, West Africa. Karma is called universal law. And universal law is, uh, I forget the particular symbol and sign, but it, it's, it's known as give to get, right? So therefore, and that's where the concept of charity and things of that nature, it goes back to Akuna Nuke, one of the oldest treaties ever written in comedic law. You have to give to get. If you always giving, like my cousin pulled up to the stoplight, gave her brother a dollar. And I was proud of her, not because she gave her brother a dollar, but because she's generous like that. And the thing about it is, it's about your intentions when you give, right? So, West African law and Hinduism is different. So, if you're a piece of shit, and some people are born pieces of shit, but you can wreck your path, then maybe you won't come back as a lowly worm. Maybe you'll come back as something more superior than a worm. And it's hierarchies in nature. You have to recognize that. There's a hierarchy in business. So, therefore, when you talk about karma, karma is not if he shit on me now, he's going to get shit on me later because... Government witness got on the stand and lied against me to say their own ass in my case. And them bitches, some of them bitches doing just fine. You see what I'm saying? So karma don't work like that. Still shitting on people. Yeah, you know, still shitting on people. Yeah. And at the end of the motherfucking day, them bitch ass niggas, I want to say they're going to get what they're going to get because I do believe in universal law. Universal law deals in balance, uh, reciprocity from comedic concepts, things of that nature, right? So, I mean, maybe they will, but at the end of the day, it's true because a particular... If you live your life in a particular way, you're going to get what you deserve. There's a story that one of the folks told me a long time ago. His best friend said, uh, it was two folks, right? And I'm talking about GDs. So he said, man, you know, the future said, I hope he get what he deserves, right? And I said, man, that's fucked up. And he looked at me and said, is it? And I had to think about that for a while. Like, damn, what kind of dude is this? He ended up getting shot by one of his own brothers, one another folks. When he got out in Chicago, brother Kip sitting in the backseat of uh, the car and killed him. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you if you truly get what you deserve, it's not necessarily karma. It's what you put out. And that's usually what you get back, but in many different ways. So, quit saying karma is basically this motherfucking right now thing. According to Hinduism and Buddhism, karma, the terminology karma, is what you do. It's basically the sum of your life after you die. But on the Afrocentric level, and don't get me wrong, the Buddhist brothers keep it, it's a whole it's a whole historical thing. I ain't gonna get into it right now. But it, it's all about what you do, what you put out, that's what you usually receive. So somebody take this motherfucker. So you, you can't so you're talking about basically it's just it's afterlife type shit? That's what karma's about. After you die. So it's not like people like Oh, I cheated, so oh, this must be my karma. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so that yeah. we from your standpoint, we're not going to get into it. So it's just universal law. You're saying that energy that you put out is the energy that you get back. Usually. So in different get ways. it one way or another. Yeah. Like, shit just catch up with you. You know what I'm saying? So like, when shit, bad shit catch up with you, now you think people are just blaming they blame it on, on karma. karma. That's bullshit. Yeah, without a doubt. But what <laughs> if that's what's making them change, like, for the better? Like, oh, this might be my karma. Yeah, well, I'm saying do what you or got to do to get what you need to get. maybe that just mean that your karma can change if you start to, like, make your life better now or change That's the concept. That's the concept. But one thing about a woman, right? And, a woman. Oh, here we go. And I love women. <laughs> and we're off. That's right. I love women. You know what I'm saying? But a woman can get dick wherever she wanted. On call. You know what I'm saying? Hold up. Dudes is getting it on deck now because 
motherfucker, it's bad out here for the sisters. You know what I'm saying? But a motherfucking, a sister can fuck a nigga in a broom closet and walk off and get away with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And go to her husband. Like, it's all good. I'm just saying, <laughs> quit acting like Niggas sisters can't get too. that dick. Yeah, but now they do. But I'm a product of the 70s. Now, and the now. 80s. They been doing that. I'm a product. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. Hold the fuck up. Because at the end of the motherfucking day, at the end of the motherfucking day, you know what I'm saying? Dudes, in order for somebody to get fucked in the broom closet, somebody got to do the fucking. So I give you that, right? But dudes had to work for pussy back in my day, goddammit. That's why I'm up. But now these skinny jean niggas, these skinny jean niggas getting pussy for blunts, nigga. So I mean, we didn't have that coming up. See, we got a. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a. We got a. That's what I'm saying. We got a. No, I got, I got pussy, I got pussy from gas. Hold up, but we got another man in the building. You know what I'm saying? Will you please confirm? Get over to this mic and confirm the fuck the fact what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is true. In the 70s and 80s and 90s, you had to have a little game to you. True story. Yes, Ghostface <laughs> Killer said true story. Come on that's, in, man. That's all you gotta <laughs> say. That's it. That's it. it. That's it's all. Really actual facts, man. Nowadays, man, this generation here, man, all they do is you know spend a couple of dollars or smoke a blunt and they can get some pussy. It's just that. But that's because the girls want to give the pussy, right? Yeah, different time, different era. Motherfuckers getting dressed every, like they do now. It's, like, it's a different story, bro. Now. Look, this ass why, and titties and being a hoe is in vogue. This now. is why I love my generation because it's like fuck. That your generation man. sucks. Like, your boy, generation boy, sucks. Boy, you know I'm gonna shut up. Fun. Let me shut up. <laughs> no, nigga, ball. I know how to ball. Go ahead. Like, have fun. Go ahead. It's Go like, fuck the middle, man. Like, we about to get to it. Cool. Whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Talk about living Thank free, you, living on. And that's why you right niggas right. got blue waffles today. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have got it too. Y'all had the clap. Like, what the fuck? We'll take the clap over blue waffles any day. I seen a dick in a pussy line grow off Sesame Street. That shit scared the shit out of me in the joint. Get off the clap. You can't get off that blue waffle. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is sick, nigga. I don't even think the blue waffle is real. It's I think that's just a scary topic. But if you look it up, it's some genitals that look real fucked up. You'll find some grimy ass bitches that got that shit up there. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a younger generation, right? Let's ask her, right? She's a ghost face killer. As well, excuse me, sweetheart. It's Blue Waffles. She is. How old are you? I'm 16. Is Blue Waffles a reality or a motherfucking fiction? <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> yeah, so some dude up. got oh, yeah. mad at some girl. Uh huh. Who just so happened to send some new photos to him? Right. And he edited it. Simple as that. Oh my god! Simple Look at that. that shit. But damn, but the internet is saying something so just totally girl. different. That's that skinny jean dude. Skinny jean Yo, niggas. You know what I'm saying? Can't blame everything on the skinny jeans, my man. Look at them tight ass pants you got on. That's cool. I mean, they learning that from somebody, mom. Look at the slang of my brother's legs. You know what I'm saying? That's what are we talking about? Different era. You know what I'm saying? But first of all, skinny jeans. First of all, I hate a nigga who wear big baggy clothes. Like that shit need to be. You hate me? No, I'm just saying. My suits be fitted, customized. That shit need to be fitted. That like, shit is so sloppy. <laughs> it don't have to be skinny, but it's so okay. sloppy and tacky when you're when you're not like I fitted. It. I understand that, it's but you telling me you telling me a nigga with 
jeans on that fit like a woman's jeans is cool with you? Yeah. yeah. You telling me that niggas is wearing jeans like a woman's jeans is cool with you? These niggas is wearing jeggings. What's up in this world today? Jeggings, nigga. This nigga said jeggings. That's a whole different These niggas is wearing jeggings and shit. I seen a motherfucker struggling to walk across the street earlier today when I was driving up the street. Okay, so this is where we are on the gun. I'm just saying these niggas are very fucked up, nigga. This is a new era, new wave. Uh, one of the rap songs I listen to said, "Don't let these jeans fool you." Yeah, cause no, it won't fool you because yeah. if you, you walk up on with skinny jeans, no, no, listening for E forty gets you fucked up. <laughs> I, and not just that, if you walk up on with skinny jeans, I know what you got in your pockets. I can see every coin, nigga, and I can definitely see your gun print. Ain't no skinny jean nigga gonna ain't take no me mystery. out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? So don't, whatever, nigga. Don't it ain't gonna fool me, nigga. I see it coming. Well, see, apparently they like to wear the skinny jeans. So when they run from, so when they run from the police, what? you know what I'm saying? They ain't gotta hold their pants. They up. sagging that shit. But they tight as fuck. Where they That's going? That's the crazy shit, though. You still sagging on some skinny jeans. I just talking about the like, I don't mind the dude. You know, if he's appropriately shaped, I don't like the yeah. fat. Dudes to be wearing the skinny clothes. Me either, and I'm a fat nigga, and that is gross. So I seen a motherfucker, hey, we was at this uh, bar, and I see the fat nigga with skinny jeans walk up, and motherfucker looked at me like, I said, we looking at me, nigga, I'm 90s appropriate. <laughs> somebody somebody got to be the old nigga around here. We're not in the 90s. I'm going to need to upgrade you real I'm quick. old. Don't upgrade me. Somebody got to be the old nigga. I got, like when I come out the penitentiary, right? Motherfuckers was asking me, are you going to dye your beard? For what? I'm not chasing 19-year-olds, motherfucker. Dye my beard for what? Somebody got to be the vet. I have vets. Let me be the vet for the next motherfucker. Who the fuck don't want to grow the fuck up? All oh, the good man is dead or a jam. God, That's my fucking oh. shit. You know what These saying? are five different topics I just that we can't even touch. I would know. All right, dude. <laughs> and it is yeah. what it is. All right. Yeah. Back to the haters and shit. Yeah. That's what this podcast yeah, is about yeah. today. Not because we you can, are small. I can I cut you Yeah. No, no. I was just let me. I was just clarifying the concept of karma. Stop saying karma's going to get you. When it's not going to get you now, it's going to get you later. Universal law of government. And my thing about that is Afrocentric law needs to take place in the United States amongst the Africans who were enslaved in America. You know what I'm saying? That's my brother pouring wine, pouring, pouring his shit up. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, we got to stop acting like Israel, the Middle East is our holy land. Yeah, it's part of our holy land as well if you really know biblical studies. But Africans who were kidnapped from West Africa need to start... Leaning back towards West African concepts. That's all I'm saying. And karma, Buddhism, keep in mind that many of them were educated by, uh, they call them, uh, you know, uh, what's the name of them? They call them uh, comedic chiefs and priests in their time. But all they did, all they are is just like the Native Americans. They black people who took a long ass walk and landed where they are. Karma is an afterlife, con- afterlife concept that actually gets you where you need to be after life. You can redeem yourself if you're able to live long enough. Universal law governs all events with West Africans, okay? So stop saying karma's going to get you. It's not karma. And that I want to clarify that. But at the end of the day, we're talking about hate, haters, 
And my thing is, is it real or is it imaginary? Because hating is real, bro. It's definitely real. Okay, hating it's real. Is real. It's real. It's okay. real. It is real. Because I got hated on by the hey. United States government. So yeah, it's real. You know, niggas hate on me all the time. Sometimes people hate and they don't even know that they doing it. Like it could be unintentional. Second nature. <laughs> that second nature hate. For sure. Like. I got family that hate on me. When I pulled up with that drop top. That bitch is sexy too. Who that? Pulled up with that bitch. That bitch is sexy too, man. This is what family said. This is what family said. I ain't gonna name drop on y'all, but y'all know who y'all are. Better not, because we gotta see the motherfuckers Saturday. I'll say it to their face. Better not. Shut up. Show some respect. Come on in. Don't forget. But niggas was like, I don't even know. Oh, one was like, I had a Mustang. I already did that. Whatever. I'm like, all right, bro. Whatever. Cool. I got one now. <laughs> like, it's my time. I'm shining. Like, cool. The other one was like, I don't know why you got that. You can only drive it in a, uh, like, you live in Ohio. You can only drive it like four months out the year. I said, that's why I got another whip. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, hold up. I had a drop top in the 90s. Got that. We used to drive that bitch in the motherfucking wintertime, roll the windows up, turn on the heat. Drop top, same thing. So, no, but let me tell you, let me tell you though. I think it was because it was me. I'm young. I got three degrees. So, you know, another relative, a aunt, pulled up in a drop top. Mm-hmm. Everybody high five. Oh, we love your drop top. That bitch is sexy too. That Lexus uh, scoop is nasty. I'm like, bro, y'all just criticized the fuck out of me for having this bitch. And then another nigga got a drop top, and y'all like, oh yeah, that shit, that shit hard. Like you get her the inspiration to be her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, real. That's monkey see, monkey do. No, I think she always wanted a drop top. And you gave her the inspiration to be like, what am I doing? Let me get this drop top if that's what I want. Yeah, if that and that's that's how I was raised. Anything you want, you, you go get, get it. it. Yeah. I can afford that bitch. I ain't never asked nobody for no money. So why the fuck is you mad? Y'all should be that's congratulating me. I got three degrees and a drop. And I pay for my own bills. Like, come on, bro. And I, I don't get no respect. Listen, I don't get no love keep it out on here. The real. Everybody's very proud of you. I mean, you know, sometimes it is just what it is. Sometimes motherfuckers want to keep you back because that's their own fear speaking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because they, they can't do it. They can't so they don't want you dreams, to go so through the pain of what they think that they can't do. Mm. And then when you do, it's intimidating. Yes, Don't let me intimidate you. Uh, you know, I'm always smiling. I'm always having fun. I'm always doing me. So, uh, you do you. It's never too late. I always say that. But that's crazy when there's family and they hate none of you. Though. Oh, family will do you dirty the worst. worst, though. Hate like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so... You just don't, don't, you know, I don't give into nothing too deep. I don't look into nothing too deep. I'm having fun. I'm living life. Everybody always tell me, like, your life looks great. I'm like, I already know. Like, keep it moving. My question is, what's the difference between hate and constructive criticism? Time. The attention behind it. Yes, indeed. Like, you can, you can, you can criticize. You can criticize somebody, you know, with pure intentions and they can be receptive to it and that makes it constructive. But, like, when you're critical of someone and it's not, like, with pure intentions to help them, you're just critical of them. Like, you know, for whatever reason, maybe your own personal insecurities or 
you feel like they shouldn't be living their life a certain way. You know what I mean? That's when it turns into more of like a hate type of situation. Hmm. Very true. What? So what creates a hater is... Is it really more of a jealousy kind of thing? Well, let me ask you this. Can we get a constructive... Let me get this. Can we get a full definition of what a hater truly is? I think it's... I think it's somebody who jealous, uh, spiteful, um, I concur. negative, envious. Uh, envious. That's mm. a good word. Yeah. Envious. And I've never been an envious man ever. Only time I had envy when I seen uh, Jim Jones and his wife on TV. I'm like, damn, she didn't nigga like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I fucked with Chris. Uh, and I was like, this, she didn't nigga like me. You know what I'm saying? But I was in the joint. <laughs> you like that mode though? You like that mode? You I like love that, that mode. Uh, I love that mo. I love black women in their essence. I don't give a fuck if your ass is flat, big, titty, small, whatever. I like the sisters. And let me be clear, you know what I'm saying? I don't do, you know, Europeans or whatnot like that. Yeah, you know, no stretch on them. Cause they, I don't, and where did black, white women start getting these asses from? When I went to jail, they had flat asses. Now they got asses and shit. It's them butt pads. It's called injections. Another hey, story. Yeah. That's another podcast. You know what I'm saying? And don't be mad to me, white women. There ain't no, there ain't no thing about that. You know what I'm saying? I know. What is shit? But in the eighties, they didn't have them though. You know what I'm saying? Hold up, we got an eighties nigga right here. He tell me. At when we growing up in high school, middle school, wasn't no white girls with flat ass with big asses. It was all iron and boys, except for like one or two. You know what I'm saying? Now it's white women with asses everywhere, but they don't they don't turn me none. At the end of the day, trust me, white women, fucking with me, you ain't missing out on nothing. Goddamn, I'm for the sisters. I ain't much, but I'm all there. But at the end of the motherfucking day, goddamn it. Know this though, <laughs> at the end of the motherfucking day, what the fu- what define? Like I said, what defines a true right, so hater? Looked, What's I, the difference? I looked at the definition of hater. Quote your, or somebody uh, quote your, looked at quote, the definition. Quote your source, please. Quote your source. What is this? Google Dictionary. Okay, come on with. No, it. it's from the Oxford. Come on, actually. oh, one of my favorites. Come on in. Come it's on. It's a with. person who greatly dislikes a specified person or thing, a negative or critical person. Hmm. Hmm. Y'all agree with that definition? Yes. True story. Yeah. Okay. So Trish, you already saw my motherfuckers hating on you, right? I do. Uh, uh, let me tell you, let, let me be, let me, let me be straight. This is basically my first, my second sister. Nisa was my first sister. Trish was my second sister and my best cousin, who I love to whoa, death. Would die for. You know what I'm best saying? Best cousin. She ain't worth two damn flies. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. Damn, I'm just playing, goddamn. But at the end of the motherfucking day, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes she talks about, and I get on about this shit that people are hating her, and then they hate. There's a difference between constructive criticism and hatred. Mm. So, can, can you please verify? Because I get tired of hearing that shit. Because I run my life like a race and a horse with blinders on. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Niggas gonna be hating on me since birth. If you want to talk about haters and there shit. When I walk in a motherfucking room, motherfuckers get intimidated. And the brothers, the ghost face killer that's sitting next to me, he's a big nigga too. He know how it is, you know what I'm saying? We're not, you know, we're not necessarily motherfucking uh, uh, Chico DeBarge in this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the motherfucking day, when we walk in the room, people are intimidated by our presence. Presence is And I don't call that hate. I call it intimidation that stems from slavery, white supremacy, this, that, and the other. And when you know where you're coming from, it's not hate anymore. I understand your but perspective. But why is it not love? Like, that, why yeah, are you automatically the intimidated why is it not by me? A big black nigga. I'm not say, my character. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And why I'm is the say, big black nigga so So let's ask the ghost face killer. What do you think the problem is? Why are you not 
embraced like somebody who is so-called prettier who with more Eurocentric features as opposed to somebody like me and you and I shave my hair off. Motherfuckers is really scared of a nigga now. So tell me what's up. Because niggas be afraid, man. My truth facts, man. Niggas be afraid, man. Niggas scared of anybody that they think can do anything, dominate, take anything from them. They truly afraid. True. And that don't be your true intentions. Like a nigga like me, I'm the nicest guy in the world, man. Coolest right. motherfucker in the world, man. I, I don't dig. fuck with nobody. I dig. But if you turn me the wrong way, I'm going to act crazy on you. <laughs> but motherfuckers treat you like that off jump, though. Off jump. Mm-hmm. And don't even really know if you really that way. Facts. So now the, next, crazy. Now, now the next question is, why do sisters have so much hatred in the workplace? Like, um, I'm, this, let me you cite my example, right? Or? Yeah. Time Magazine had an article while I was locked up, you know what I'm saying? And Time Magazine was talking about how a sister had to cut her, the, the Pentagon told her she needed to cut her, and it's Time Magazine, that's my source, cut her cornrows out in order to work in the fucking Pentagon. This was in the 90s going towards the 2000s. Alright, so with like certain jobs, they have these perceptions that of what you should be. It's at the end of the day, I hate to say it, it's, it's still white America at the end of the day. So, you, of course, they want you to have that look, that straight hair that, you know, you never know when you have to be on the news. or So, it's more so coming, from, everything stems from the top, and you're just like a worker, be, you know what I mean? So and, then, and then it's all about control at the end of the day. They need you to know who's in control. You know mm. what I'm saying? And at the drop of the dime, they need you to do what they say. And, you know, like, if they can make you do something as uh, powerful as change your hair or control how you wear or express yourself, what else are you willing to do for them? Mm. And that's test their character, for real. Because they will say it's unprofessional. It is. You know? Which is I don't think, I don't think it's unprofessional. And that's, that, and I, I hate to say it, but that's sick. part of the reason why I haven't locked my hair yet. Is because it's like, you're kind of going to... Present yourself. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's too ethnic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you might miss out being black. You might miss out on some opportunities just from having locks, just yeah. from having blue hair. And it's just crazy. From, you it's know what I mean? It's a whole law out here that we had to fight to even do have to be able to do that. Yeah. Like they just have to pass a law that pe- that we yeah. can wear our hair locked. Pass a law what in the workplace. What pass a law. They 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 have the law Shit, that's in even places. In jail. That you know, you people know. had yeah, a, the, the hair braiding me? shops, and like so, mothers were braiding hair. Mothers were braiding hair, and you know they were like ticketing them and stuff. And then so now there's all these mixed children. So now they're changing the laws because you know these little mixed children need to get their hair combed. It's crazy. You know you gotta have a, a court order. That's it to keep your hair. If you That's going, it. In, well, when you in jail, yeah. and you about to go up north. And I was. Go ahead. Like to say, like, as far you need as a jobs court order go, to keep your fucking hair. It's not even just like certain jobs. It's like all jobs. Everybody. Because if you work, because you know, like I worked warehouse jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want you to know that they in control. And if they think that people like you and you getting along and everything, they do whatever they can to make you miserable because they're jealous. Because off top, they think you come from some place that's under that's undesirable. And you act a certain way, and they really think that because all they know about black people is what they see on TV. So mm. they judge you Strong off top. Everybody wants to like 
put you in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when because you're smart and you intelligent and you have something to add, they don't, know how to they don't that. like they don't that. Know how to deal with that. They I don't. don't. So here's my question, right? We got two different perspectives. We got one from working class people and penitentiary niggas like me and the brother, me and the ghost face over here, right? So the question is this, right? <clears throat> when you say control, can I get a functioning definition? I don't know what it is, but for the people. What is a functioning definition of the word control with respect to who you are and what you are? Uh, Do I need to elaborate or we, we got that? Being able to show power. And power and control go hand in hand. Mm. Ownership. Because if I'm more Ooh, key like word. Yeah, if I'm more powerful than you at the end of the day, I have control over you, whether it's your mind, your body, your heart, your spirit, your soul. Mm. Like, so basically when you can break each one of those down, your mind, telling you, you can't wear the locks or whatever. Like that that doesn't fit our image. You know what I mean? Your body just them the food that we eat. Mm. GMOs, Lord. you know what I mean. Your spirit, your soul, like you know, everybody knows. There's missing pieces of the Bible, you know what I mean, yes. like. And it's just like a lot of people don't even want to put in that work to do research. The things they pump on TV and through social media and the brainwashing, all the techniques that they have mastered over the years oh to yeah. get us, you know what I mean, like that we don't even realize. The definition of control, um, according okay. to Oxford, is. Um, the power to influence or direct people's behavior or course of events. Absolutely. And I think that's very true. Prime so, example. All of these dumb niggas that went and bought all of these fucking churches chicken sandwiches. Thank you, bro. Please understand something. Hey, if churches put them on churches the made <laughs> churches made twenty-three million dollars in ten years. Days. Hold up. Let's go. It was Popeyes. Popeyes. Excuse me. Popeyes. You like churches, brother. Popeyes. I fuck with churches too. I love the grease. And that old ass piece of corn that been there for six months. Go ahead. Please understand that these crackers made $23 million in 10 days. And out of the $23 million made, $21 million was from black people. I was Damn. Just say, I still didn't eat my chicken sandwich. Seriously? I did not go buy one at all. Oh, I, I bought three of them hoes. <laughs> 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 they put that shit on CNN. Well, let us. Morning show. Thank you. Tonight, you watch this shit like that. You know, like, most of us have seen the movie The Matrix. Oh yes. And if you watch that movie, it's like that is real life. That's what we, we live in a matrix. You know what I mean? Programming everywhere we go, everywhere school, from from fucking preschool, we. Get the getting programmed, that's you true. know, Facts. to be workers, like yes. all the way up, assimilation, line, and not right? even Show that, like way. within history. Like, how y'all gonna lie about history, bro? Mm. The Everything. pilgrims, like, how you, how you just gonna lie about this there's type no, of stuff? E- there's not even a real picture of the world from a, a sky view. Mm. Explain that. That's why, what are you saying there? I've never exactly. been able to answer the question is it fly around? Because there's no real images, there's only like computerized digital images. Like, if you look up what does the earth look like, if there's only fake, there's no real pictures of it. Mm. Why is that? I'm not going to get into that. Topic. Why don't we have a world news? So, what do you, you, you don't we have a world news? Do we? Not because it's one we did. On regular TV, you gotta take 
make that stuff with a grain of salt. So I feel as you say. Hold the fuck up. They only gonna give you information that they want you to have. Whole thing about it is this. If they stop selling niggas electricity, and I said the word niggas, Please don't right? Black people, niggas, anybody with melanin, if they say no more water for you, motherfuckers, what Afrocentric company can we go to to say, please serve us water? No. Oh, that, that's general I, I consensus. So don't be jumping down sis back. That. She's motherfucking right. So when we're talking about news, keep in mind that these companies that are buying these, why the fuck you got to unify? Like, uh, what's my dude's name out of uh, out of England and shit? Uh, what's the fuck is his name? Well, he ended up buying, you know, like uh, what's the redneck? Uh, Ted Turner's uh, uh, CNN and all that shit. Uh, and yeah, and all that shit. They unified. Like BET is owned by a specific entity that is not Afrocentric at heart. Why did they target BET? Bob Johnson really sold out. And I fuck with Bob Johnson for his vision. His vision was so we can have a news entity, a company that actually caters to and gives real news to Afrocentric people in the United States of America. They came with him with a few billion dollars. Him and his wife sold out, got divorced, split the shit in half. And then she governed BET. Now, when you look at BET, BET, the quality of BET may be better, some people think. But the quality of BET is not better. Mm-hmm. When we had BET coming up on this street in Hudson, on Hudson Street, <laughs> Kenmore, nigga, short north, fourth and eighth, when I'm from. When you had that shit back in the motherfucking days, keep in mind that all we wanted to see was videos, right? He didn't morph it into a more new type of entity. And when I say new type of entity, well, I mean... what about like Teen Summit and shit? We hold up. We fuck with Teen Summit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But now... Hold up. Hold up. Not just that. I'm, this is my point. This is my point. Just just bear, bear with me, please. You. Momentarily. Let me get 30 seconds. At the end of the day, things change. And we know it's about adapt or die. It's a principle that I didn't write. Been around since law been law. Universal law been law. Goddammit. When a black hole... When the sun turns into a black hole, you better adapt or die or you will perish, right? So at the end of the day, he didn't adapt or die with it. And I'm not saying that they was going to give him, that the banks were going to give him funding because what black bank could he went to and say, loan me half a billion dollars to convert BT what it needs to be today. He tried to buy a basketball team and we're critical of the brother. But at the end of the day, he had a vision for us. Name me one black Eurocentric, I mean, excuse me, Afrocentric, any type of motherfucking Afrocentric type of news entity that's around today that's giving us news. We had the BET News, and when the people, Viacom, who I'm talking about, bought BET, the first thing they killed was that beautiful sister and BET News. That shit went first because the information you get is the information you rely on. Understand exactly, that. and you're not gonna get the the whole information at the end of the day. Like like Let I said, as a form of yeah, right. as a form of brainwashing, they're going to only give you bits and pieces. They're not going to give you the totality of whatever is happening in this world. Hence, why Antarctica is so off off base. Like you know what I mean? Like why can't it? That's a part of the United States, but I can't travel there. Yeah. Well, let me give you what? let me give you some game. One of my blood homies from Inglewood family, my man Salt, who founded one of the founders of Inglewood family out in L.A. Right, one of the blood homies. That's my dude. We was in affairs together. He went home and we talked about our vision for the future and all this shit. He married an Eritrean, right? 
He married to Eritrean sister. He went to her ancestral homelands. I got the photographs. We'll post it up on what's our website's name. Uh, I only have the um. <laughs> okay, so it's going to be an edit. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> on our website, you can look at the photos, right? Where you got chased by a baboon and all that shit. He went to Dubai, but he didn't just go to Dubai. He went through Eritrea into East Africa all the way to Dubai. He traveled through that joint, right? He said every 50 motherfucking meters, the motherfucking Yemenese people stopped and was looking for not black people, Afrocentric people, Moors, which is what I am, all of that shit. He was, they stopped the motherfucking van and they looked for strictly European white people and then let the checkpoint go past. And there's another story. My main man who I need to protect because he's a commercial real estate right now. You don't to a tangent. This is about karma. No, no, no. This goes in the same thing, right? Ah, same right. principle. Bring it full circle. He would know because now we're talking about world travel at the end of the day, right? Well, not at the end of the day, but during the course of this thing. Work with me. We're going to work back to this thing, right? In the circle. He went over there. He went to a, a part in Mexico. This was when the kidnappers was real heavy in 2009, right? He went to a part of Mexico, which I cannot cite because I don't have a globe in front of me. I'd like to correct it if I can. He said he, him and his wife rented a villa, right? And when they rented the villa, they locked the villa up and went and explored the land that they was in. When they came back, all the windows and doors was open. He said he asked the housemaid or whatever you want to call him, the whatever. What? Why the fuck is all these windows and doors doing open and shit? You know what she told him? She told him. There's no crime here. But this was in the height of the kidnapping era over in Suarez and all that other shit in Mexico. So you got to go out and see what the fuck is going on in the world and stop relying on what your central podcast, your central television station is telling you about the world. Get there. Smell it for yourself. And I pray that you're a street motherfucker. We got some street with you. You'll be able to survive, but go take a look for yourself. It ain't what the fuck the world is telling you. The news is telling you. Ooh, this, this is so many podcasts wrapped up into one because you're talking about get there for yourself. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people mm, don't have the resources to get there for themselves. Yeah, Even a felon, you know what I mean? Or they're restricted to a certain it, level. They do. You'd be surprised how many motherfucking felons. You do. Niggas because in the street the got travel, to go somewhere and they just fucking listen. don't. Yeah. I went somewhere for seven days, mm-hmm. Colombia and Panama, for okay. like under $1,200, everything, you know what I'm saying? Right. For seven days. Right. Like, that's nothing. If you set aside going out, motherfuckers go out, and, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah, buying like drinks, that's $100 right there. So Paying to get in the club, that's, you spend at least 120 just on one night going out. You don't do that for, you know what I'm saying, 12 times staying for two weeks. I think niggas is afraid at the end of the day, too. I think they're afraid to discover what might be. And not just black people. I feel feel like all people. I hate to say all people. No, say it. You know what I mean? I just, I think a lot of people are afraid of what there is outside of what they have been taught. Has basically, you know, spoon fed people to make them fearful. Of outside of the United States. Uh, so go ahead. Who's Rozzy? And then honestly, it's all about what you've been exposed to. Like, if nobody ever took you nowhere, then why would that be on your mind? You know what I mean? Like, if you never been nowhere, why would you want to go anywhere? Because you want to do something fucking different. You don't want to stay in the same area you've been in. Doing the yeah, same but, shit. but some, you know, that's, that's uh, Cincinnati. 
That's you know what I'm saying. That's that's Florida. That's He's still in Ohio. I'm saying, but to some people, you know what I mean. Never been like nowhere. Going it's, I'm going somewhere. Yeah. You know, so it's like that's also that's fucking shame. And unless you're broadening your horizons to know that there's another somewhere out there, you really ain't even think about nothing else. Right. True. Absolutely. Very true. You know, like so. I don't know. I don't really know where or what. How this fit into what we uh, talking yo, about? Yo. <laughs> this episode is gonna be great. Um, <laughs> anybody else have any more uh, like final we, thought we on karma and haters? Yeah. I feel like we talk about it. people that travel. Boom. Yeah, you know, no, Period. Hold up. And this is one of the problems that we Who? got. One of the disconnects. Like a lot of homies that from the classes I've taught over the years. A lot of homies say because and it's because I came in when I was nineteen and I did twenty five years, which many of y'all know. So, a part of me is still understands 19-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? Let's ask a 15-year-old. What do you feel about travel and traveling, sweetheart? Can I get some input? Elevate. I want to go everywhere. Like, um, I can't sit around in one place. I'm a busybody. I don't know how people just sit in the house all day and kick it. Mm. That's not for me. Right. I would just like to say I set my kids up to do better so I can honestly say I was excited to be able to send my daughter to Ecuador on that school trip, but she was there for like. You been to Ecuador? No, you paid for it. Okay. I'm trying to go to Panama. Mm. You'll talk about that, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) you know I want them to know they can do whatever they want, just like you know. I could call my mom a hater because she's like, I don't think Niagara should graduate or my daughter should graduate early. I'm like, shit, why hold her back? Why not? Why if she's done with school and she don't want to be there no that's more, that's not. another podcast her, I would like to touch on too. Let her do what, what she want to do. I don't I want her to get in my daughter's head stagnant, and feed her she can't. Because I feel like my kids can do anything. Because yeah, didn't Martin Luther They're King graduate awesome. from high school at 16 and get his first uh, degree when he was 21? Absolutely. So did her daughter. Morehouse man. So and then Boston uh, University. And got a master's at 23, I want to say. I, I, at Boston, no, at Bo- wrong, well, at Boston like University, that. without a doubt. So he was Morehouse man and Boston University. And, but they don't talk about Morehouse because they're trying to suppress the HBCU. Yeah. HU and all other HBCUs, my fan, I'm a fan first. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you absolutely right. So we got to get into that in another podcast. We got to encourage each other. Yeah. Not and that, each I other feel like now. within the it's black community, I feel like within the black community, there's not enough it. support yes. um, in general. It's like crabs in a bucket, like just pulling each other down constantly. And we down. even have um, spoke on like just our family aspect yeah. of like just trying to hold you back. I'm so like imagine what society would do to you at the same time. Yeah. And then, you know, even speaking, like, in getting into this business world, like, I have noticed that, you know, people that I even know that coming up, they was like, oh, I'm going to support you. We're going to do this, that, and the third. But when it actually came down to it and it happened, it was like, where y'all at? You know what I mean? And then... It's like, but they want to ride them coattails when you get popping, when you get on the news, when you a millionaire. But they want to be a part of when you do good. But then even then, sometimes like they'll rather go and pay, you know, these little tiny ass uh, white bars who really don't even want them in their establishment for real, giving them the evil eye, watching everything they do, money to have their events there rather than come support. Mm 
a black owned establishment and book their events there just out of fucking spite and jealousy. If you want to bring it full circle, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's, you know, like. I got, I got something about that, but I think that could be another I mean, podcast. Oh, no, we're going to deal with that, too. I think that could be another podcast. I'm a hood nigga, and I love that type of shit, but you go as a flipping that shit some type, too. You know, like, if I want to go party, I'm going to go somewhere where I can pay for some shit, and I know some shit going to be easy rather than go where all the hood niggas going to be, and my shit going to be tore up at the end mm. of the day. Yeah, oh, that, that's what I was about to say. That could be another podcast. Like, it's you know not even about the... Because sometimes, black, it depends who you deal with, black people don't handle uh, certain levels of business accordingly. That's the best I can say it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I you know what I mean? What you mean? You got a chicken. What? <laughs> like... This is a <laughs> this is a chicken restaurant. <laughs> like, you got a chicken? I'm talking about supply and demand. So you can't ask me to keep fresh chicken that ain't nobody eating, and then I get the fresh chicken, and then you scared you're only gonna have so much, so you run out. So. You know what I'm saying? Supply and demand. That's why we have to support our black businesses. We don't have no grocery stores around here, but we got a million freaking Iranian gas stations and corner stores around this mm. bitch on every block. When I was a kid, we had a fucking ice cream shop. We had a black owned um, fish, 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 fish. Yeah, we had hoops. Well, extra sweat on the job. Right? Ah! Question is why. So, at the end of the day, GQ Smooth, take us out of here, baby girl. And you already know what the fuck is going on. It's the head, not the tail. It's GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore SM Zero O T H on IG. What's up with my co host? This is Big Fridge. Much love. We got the Ghostface Killers in the business. You know what I'm saying? We got, of course, Trisha Loke in this motherfucker, and we got Nani Nose in this motherfucker, who always knows. Hey, Hold I up. know. Best motherfucking chef in the United States of America. Tell them where they can find okay, you, baby now. girl. Say that. Um, you can find me everywhere, Nani Nose underscore. Um, 614-822-5284 for your meal preps, your juicing, your detoxing, all your holistic nutrition and conscious eating needs. Um, I, I know. Mm. <laughs> right. and you can meet me, Big Fridge. No. At Big Fridge, Lamont Fridge. Need them, you know what I'm saying? Need them L for the Mobikes. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me, of course, on Instagram. And you definitely can find me on whatever this motherfucking website is that we got for this podcast, goddammit. Or just go to GQ Smooth. If you hate me, 48 <laughs> short at gmail.com. If you got hate, you got love, nah. address that shit. And we're going to get on. I don't give a fuck about you hating me, motherfucker. Motherfucking United States government hating on me. Fuck you. Come on in. Be offended, like we said. Podcast one. Come on in there. GQ Smooth, please take us out. Hey, hey, hey. And um, yeah, just drop some topics that you want to hear Fuck us talk you. about. You and uh, we with it. Yeah, it All right, you already know what it is. We out.